You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates. Here we go. It's the Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on a post-show, post-game podcast. I feel like you wore that shirt yesterday. I wore it just today. The yesterday, you're thinking of a, f- a number of hours ago when I saw you in here at the 5.45 uh, a.m. I felt like did, that was yesterday. We did the warm-up show because you okay. commented on my shirt. Okay, that felt like yesterday. Uh, that it. was today. That will be, uh, by the way, coming up, and we're done here when Al does his thing, but not yet. Right. Fair enough. All right, good. I'm sorry. I didn't so, mean to confuse that. Nope, all good. And Jerry, you'll be in the rest of the week now for. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, this is what Boomer. I'm. I think so. That's what I've been told. Okay. So then, yes. Okay. Let me answer that for you. Two all more right, days. Perfect. I got Thursday and Friday. And I know that because I heard Mark Chernoff ask CeeLo to do updates for the next few days. So I said, that means <laughs> Jerry is co hosting. Because I get to sit in the chair at least two more days. The chair, yes. Fair enough. I will say that uh, the microphone that you sit in in the power chair that we call, yeah, uh, that microphone is the 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 how do you say it? Like it's uh, the mic cover. No, the the sound of it, yeah, is different. You have a more man voice, really. Yeah, That's and it got it took me some getting used to in the control room, hearing you through. I guess the the way it's modulated is that the right term? Sure. Well, now uh, we have to listen to manly. you in that voice then, and yeah. that, um, with that microphone. It's more manly, for sure. I would like to hear, like, sure. two pieces of audio side by side. Okay. You know? Of you in that. Three ch- seconds of one, three seconds of the other, and see how much different okay. it sounds. Okay, maybe we'll do that. That's wild. Weird, wild stuff. Jerry, I have a story here from England, but I suppose this could happen anywhere. Okay. Although the, the, the term they're using for it I've not heard of before. Uh, a wa- water service employees in England are trying to remove a massive fatberg from a local sewer. What is a fatberg? Good question. In England, this fatberg is 820-foot lump of fat, wet wipes, and other items that people have flushed down the toilet over time that didn't make it through the sewer system that little by little backed it up to now it's this giant wad of... Things flushed it down the toilet that should not have been flushed down the toilet. Oh, how disgusting. Now, I had a girlfriend back in 1995. Her name was Tammy. Okay. And she moved in with me in Florida. Oh, okay. Did not last very long, but in the time she was there, she clogged my toilet. Often or just once? No, this one time she clogged the toilet. I called the Roto-Rooter. Like the actual relationship's over at that point. I called actual Roto-Rooter, Jerry. I'm sure you did. The guy came out, pulled up this big clump of God knows what, this fatberg probably, and uh, he said uh, that uh, women's uh, tampons had been flushed down my toilet. 
Really? And he said that those you cannot do that. And, and then I, she showed me on the box that it said flushable. Well, that's like those wipes you see are flushable yeah. too, and you people will tell you don't dare do that. They all the all the uh, plumbers tell you do not flush flushable wipes and do not flush tampons down the toilet. I would think tampons would have a tough time getting down the toilet. I don't see how. So then, what are you supposed to do with them? This is a legit question. I think you. So a woman removes a used tampon. I think you wrap them up as best you can in a ton of toilet paper and you throw them in the garbage. But you can't just throw them in the bathroom garbage because that's always like a tiny garbage can. Yeah, I, I don't know, Al. So now that's a, a woman question. is walking out of the bathroom with a handful of toilet paper. I don't know. I th- I honestly have never thought of it. I just even though I'm married, I I don't I don't know. Now I will. I like to drop hints. That uh, you shouldn't flush. Because I think women all think you can flush everything tampons down the toilet. Right. People flush condoms down the toilet. They do? Yeah. That's a big problem. This is why the sewer system's probably yes. a mess. I would never have thought to do that either yeah, at any time. People flush. Why don't you make signs? For my own home? No tampon flushing. No it's tampon. No tampon flush zone. Right. I think that would be pretty pretty subtle. Now, Gina uh, rented out her home yeah. this past summer, her shore home. Yeah. And uh, she did put up a, or she didn't put up a sign. She made like a welcome kit for renters. Yeah. And she wrote, please, she, you know, she's got a great excuse. Her house is from like, I don't know, the 1700s or whenever they first built houses. Right. And uh, so she just says uh, the plumbing is old. Like it's not. So please be so careful. Please be what careful. You flush. flush only toilet paper. Yeah, I think that's great. By the way, I do have uh, in my bathroom. I have um, wipes, like you know, for your butt. No, yeah, I know what they're for. What do you think they would take the makeup off your face? And I do not want to flush them. And I would, yeah. I... And occasionally, when I've used them, you know, I live by myself. So you put them in the freezer with the rest of your garbage. <laughs> Hey, Uncle Al, what's this? Chocolate ice cream? <laughs> I do not put my butt wipes in the freezer, Jerry. <laughs> but I do have to walk them out of the bathroom and throw them in the regular garbage, and then that's in my regular garbage? So why don't you take them outside? And you have a beautiful apartment complex now. Why don't you just take them into the elevator downstairs, walk past those two beautiful women <laughs> that are by the front door, and throw them outside in the garbage? Go Hopefully up. nobody stops you. <laughs> what if someone sees me walking these wipes? <laughs> what do you got there? Oh, nothing. Just some butt wipes. Just a couple of butt wipes. <laughs> I'm surprised that with the article how this started. I'm surprised yeah. that that hasn't happened here. And maybe it yes. has. It, I, it, I've never heard of a story like that, though. I've never heard of an 820-foot lump. What's it called? A bagpert? No, no. They call it a... Fatberg. A fatberg. It's like an iceberg, but made of fat. That just came to you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> you saw the light go off in my head? I did. Because before you're like, I don't know what this word means. Yeah. And you realize disgusting. it now. That's They great. say it's like trying to break up concrete. Like that's how disgusting it is. You ever try to break up concrete? I have not. Not easy. The fatberg may have caused raw sewage to flood into the streets if not discovered during a routine inspection. They checked their sewers and saw it. Crews have been working seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. to remove about 20 to 30 tons of fatberg 
Every day, every shift. I do wonder, every time you flush your toilet, though, if you're linked to this fat burg. Yeah. Like, does it just back up? Does it kind of, does the toilet just work slower? Just, the fat burg? I know we've spent a lot of time on this, but yeah. it, is, it is interesting. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, and you could always see, like, people, uh, like, in sometimes in apartments in New York City, they have super strong toilets. Like, really, like. Or it goes the other way. Super weak. And you feel like. That thing ain't going to flush your urine, right. let alone anything else. Yes. Because the buildings are old. Mm-hmm. The plumbing is old. Very old. And you, you know, you'll depress the, and it'll be like, okay, do something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it'll just disappear. Yes. Well, they, that's the thing. Anytime you use someone's, uh, someone else's toilet, like if you, if you unfortunately have to use someone's toilet to go number two, and you will be super conservative with your flushing because you know your own toilet, how much, how many wipes you could get before it's going to be too much to flush. But someone else's place, you don't know the strength of their you flushing. You do not. You better conserve. Like here at WFAN, very strong toilets. New yes, York you City. could throw a baseball bat down. Yeah. These, <laughs> gone. It's gone. Remember that day I found a banana in the toilet here? Yes. I remember you actually ate a banana after dipping it in the toilet. Well, my my theory was that the banana skin is so strong. That might have been the last video I put on YouTube. Really? Yeah, I think so. Me eating a banana out of the toilet. Yes. You after the banana, I dipped it in the toilet. Well, no, it was in its protective skin. Right. But you dipped the banana in the toilet, mm-hmm. then you took the skin off it and you ate it. Right. Protected. Right. Nothing wrong that, with that. You're the one that's got that in you now. Nothing wrong with that, Jerry. What do I have here? This is from the United Kingdom as well. Evidently, I get a delivery of uh, England papers. What do you the, read? The Daily Mirror every uh, The day? Daily Mirror, yeah. The Mail, London Mail. I get that as well. Uh, there was a uh, Air Force fighter pilot was in one of those planes. You know how you can, uh, they release the smoke and you can, like, write things in the sky? Skywriters, they call them. Jerry. Yes. Well, this Royal Air Force pilot traced... 56-kilometer-long penis in the skies over Lincolnshire in the United Kingdom. He made balls and a penis in the sky. <laughs> no one always wondered, like, if you went to seventh-grade boys, let's say. Yeah. And you asked them all, draw a penis. Like, let's say, draw a penis on your friend's notebook as right. a joke. Right. They all draw the same thing. They draw the penis, the testicles, and then the testicles each have like three hairs on them. Like just. They, well, I'm, I'm just wondering what eighth grade boys you're talking about. I'm saying well, like when I was in eighth grade. Oh, okay. I, and then if you you see graffiti on like a, a seventh or eighth grade school wall, you notice someone's three locker, pubic hairs. Yeah, like they do like the penis, the testicles, and then a couple of hairs coming out of the <laughs> testicles. It's disgusting. <laughs> I also think you get kicked out of school for that now these days. Oh, they probably get thrown uh, yeah, right I'm out of school. I'm pretty sure. I can tell you where my kids go to school. If that's found, they're out. They're out. That's Even not if, funny. Uh, here's the, what it looked like in the sky, Jerry. By the way, it looks like nothing. Well. That looks like nothing. Penis and the testicles. It looks like a butterfly. You'll see it, too, sometimes, like uh, the weathermen when they do yes. different things on television. And some people screen grab the funniest yes. things. When the weather I feel bad for the women. When they draw on the screen to show yeah. you like where the hurricane's coming or rain, and it looks like a penis. Then they also, it happens during like college football games on the Telestrator where they're yes. telestrating plays. And then when John Madden started that, boom. And yes. Boom. Boom. Right. 
And they start they right they do the telestrator with their finger, don't they? I believe so, yeah. That's kind of cool. How much training do you think they get for that? Uh, a lot. I bet you that's most of the broadcasters' training. I know there was one time they had Herm Edwards on ESPN uh, do like a it was a where he thought the teams would finish, and it was like week twelve, and he was you know are you buying or selling that this team will make the playoffs, and it had the division or the conferences and what the top teams looked like, and then he had a shift. No, this team's not going to make it. I'm going to put them here. I'm going to move them here. And it didn't work. And it was the biggest disaster. I'm sitting there saying they probably did hours on that. Yes. And then he goes out there for the first time and it ain't working. And it's just a big epic fail. I'd be very frustrated. Yeah, you have to be. I'd be cursing. Jerry, earlier in the show today, we talked about our, our commute in and I was saying how you don't really like to use a defroster. Yes. Like you like having foggy windows. Which is not true. I'm going to get you a couple things for your car since you're now driving us. I'm going to get you defrosters that work. I'm going to get you fresh windshield wipers. And I'm going to even put a set of Kumo tires on your car. I am in. I'd like all four, please. Well, yes, I'm going to get you all four tires. Otherwise, I'm not just going to get you three tires, Jerry. Well, sometimes people buy two and they rotate the other two. Yeah, I don't like that. I want all four. Right. When I get new tires... When I go to outfit your car with Kumo tires, Jerry, I'm going to get you all four. Because here's the thing. This fall, with the new set of Kumo tires, you're going to save $70. If you do it through October 31st, which is Halloween. So worst case scenario, you're there on the 31st in your Halloween costume getting Kumo tires. By the way, you'll be saving $70. Yes, because I'll be purchasing them for you, Jerry. Right. Uh, these are ultra high performance tires, Jerry, because especially the way that you travel into the city from New Jersey, you're going like bad neighborhoods, <laughs> concrete jungle, I call it. That is true. I can't argue with that. It's the concrete jungle. So Kumu tires, Jerry, they'll provide you with the best ride on the open road. Kumu tires are engineered and built to meet any challenge, Jerry and weather conditions that will come your way. And we are heading into winter, unfortunately. Where can we find a dealer for Kumo tires? Great question, Jerry. You're just going to go to KumoUSA.com. Now, how do you spell that? Tell me. You had some issues with this yesterday. You had issues with this yesterday. Kumo is spelled K-U-M-H-O. K-U-M-H-O. KumoUSA.com. Dot com. Love it. Thank you. I'm sure you're just punching your uh, zip code. I would like to thank you in advance. And then you just get the tires. Now, hopefully, the, someone will put them on for you because I got by the tires. I can't you know, put them on. Four more, four new tires for me. Four new tires for you, Jerry Kumo style. <laughs> um, I started watching last night. I didn't. I didn't get through it fully because I fell asleep. It's a uh, 90 minutes long. It's a. Uh, I love 30 for 30s. ESPN 30 for 30. This one was about the uh, scab players in the NFL during the 1987 strike. I would like to watch that. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm 45 minutes into it. I saw Boomer on there a bunch of times. But he wasn't interviewed. They weren't in, at the time. I didn't see him be interviewed. Right. But I just knew, you know, Blondie now. That right. He was in his tight jeans and stuff. But it was interesting to see these guys who became... Now, I recall watching the the scab so games. I. I remember we went to a Yankee game on a Sunday, and the Cowboys were playing the Jets at the Meadowlands. And I must have asked my father, I think it was a 4 o'clock game, I must have asked my dad a 100 times, can we go, can we go, can we go? 
And as it turned out, he was going to take me, but because I was so annoying and I asked so often at the Yankee game, and I seemed so uh, ungrateful for the tickets to the Yankee game, he decided to just drive right past the stadium and tell me as we drove past the stadium, had you not been so ungrateful for the Yankee tickets, we would have gone. So you 13. missed out on a I mean, scab game. I mean, what kind of a child was I at 13? In 87, you were 13? Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, graduated high school in 87. But I do remember, like, watching those things. It was interesting to, to they, they talked to a bunch of guys that were so-called scab players. Right. And, boy, some of them, for that brief moment, they're still hanging on to that that they had their moment in the NFL. Well, they did, though. But not really. Not re- Listen, it's, it is not the NFL that you expected with the household names. At the end of the day, though, they got checks from NFL teams wearing NFL apparel and NFL stadiums. Did they make it? No. The thing that I always felt bad for those guys is while they were the scabs, they were still actually pretty good. I'm not saying the play was great. I'm not saying that because it was really – Oh, by fire, just, you know, let's learn this and let's get out there and play a game. Yeah, they had like 10 days to put a team together and play a game. Now, if you were on the Cowboys, guys like Randy White, uh, Ed Tuttle, they crossed the picket line and you played with these guys. Right. So you're right. At the end of the day, when we think about Cowboys, mm, were they really? No, but for a brief moment, they wore that helmet and they wore that jersey and they were, but it was brief. And the Redskins won the Super Bowl that year, and they had a they had also that year the best replacement team. Right. Uh, they did talk to Randy White uh, in the, uh, Randy White today, okay. and R- Randy White from when he was talking about crossing the picket line. Really. And it was interesting just to see the disparity of paychecks. So Randy White said, "You know, uh, I have to cross the picket line." He goes, "I can't afford not to get my thirty-one thousand dollar." Game check. Sure, sure. Now there's guys like, well, what's Matthew Stafford's game check? Well, he's making, if you do the math easily, let's say it's not quite $32 million, but let's just right. say $32 million a season only because the math works out. It's yeah. a little less than that. And he's got 16 games, so that means he's making $2 million a game. Right. So he's got a $2 million, $2 million paycheck. Dollars. It's probably more like one point five, but you get the point. It's yeah. a lot of money. A lot of money. $2 million a game. Yeah, so they were saying back then, you know, a lot of those guys, they weren't making a ton of money. They couldn't afford not to uh, play. But it was also interesting, these players that they got to be the, quote, scab players, they were guys that, you know, they were working on a FedEx truck or they were working in a supermarket. Yeah. And they just showed up at... Come try out. Yeah, with, like, Joe Gibbs as yeah. your head coach. Well, that, right, and that's the other part, too, right. If you played on the Redskins, it was you weren't getting a scab coach. You got the right. coaching staff. The coaches you played were at there. RFK Stadium. You right. played for the Cowboys. Tom Landry was your coach. Yes. So there were certain things you would take from that and just be like, wow, like I did do that for a few weeks. Yeah, and a lot of guys saw it as their last chance. Sure. So they had played in college. They had tried out for NFL teams. They didn't make it. But they thought, I think, if I can really shine – in one of these games, maybe I'd be on a team, but they said that it, uh, you know, those guys could never get on an NFL team because they weren't accepted by the other players. Oh, that's funny because who was the pitcher? I can't think of his name from the Mets, who was a scab player. And he was a scab football player, baseball player, and he wound up. Not just a scab. I forget what he did, but he wound up. Uh, he was very anti-union, and he wound up on the Mets, and it took him a long time to become accepted. 
And so I could see that. So I, and I know you didn't see the end of it. So yeah, I there, fell asleep. Were, there were none of those guys that ever ended up on a team. You know, I, I do recall years later hearing that there were some guys that, that did get on. Maybe it'll be uh, on the second half that I will watch tonight when I'm eating my chicken and sweet potatoes. Chicken and sweet potatoes. Yeah. Huh? I'll give Rick, that a shot. Was it Rick Reed? I forget who it was. I'm trying. That sounds familiar. Remember, because they never played games. I'm trying to think how this worked. You had the strike, and there were never any games played. That I remember. For the baseball. Yeah, and I don't even know how to, I don't know how to even search it. Mm. What would you search? Baseball strike. Was it Bobby Jones? What the hell? Who was it? Baseball strike. How about Mets pitcher? There you go, Jerry. Google it. Um. Yeah, it was Rick Reed. Here it is. Uh, da, da, da. So replacement players put in place, and Rick Reed was going. He was part of that, and he must have. The Mets then signed him in '95. So he it must have taken him a long time to become accepted, if he ever was. Right. But he showed someone he could do something, and it worked out for him. He got himself a contract. Now, in this documentary, they talked to a Joe Gibbs because he had a couple Redskin players that wanted to come back. Okay. And he told those guys, do not come back because when this eventually gets solved, it's going to be terrible team chemistry, which screwed up the Cowboys. Sure, I can believe that. Because they, they talked to Tony Dorsett from back in 87. Right. And they showed Tony Dorsett being very angry with Randy White saying, I don't want this guy as my teammate. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But this is what, and by the way, Rick Reed was going to be the opening day starter on the Reds. And then somehow he wound up, he got his way to the Mets. All right. Um, but that that's where I said to Boomer, you know, if you have all these problems in the NFL financially, how does it ever get solved with the haves and the have-nots? You would be asking, and I know – they make so much money. I would almost think that the superstar of today would do for the little guy, but it's so much money. I don't know that. I don't know that it'll ever happen. And so the guy that's making seven, it's, the guy that's making a million dollars a year might want to strike so he can do better. The guy that's making twenty six million dollars a year may be like, I'm good. Right. Why? Why am I striking? And not give a damn. And then the other thing for the guy making a million dollars a year, those paychecks were your short window of playing. Can you really afford to miss it? Right, you one, cannot. two, five, six, seven. Like when does it end? I want to. I meant to ask Boomer today. He's gone now, but uh, I meant to ask him if he was called for that documentary or not because he was uh, the highest paid player at the time. I don't think he was. That's bizarre. Yeah, I don't think so. Only because he had said right before we came back from a break, he goes, "Oh, that um, that documentary came out last night," and I said, "Oh yeah, I'll watch some of it," and I said. You weren't, oh, over here we come back. I was about to ask him if he was, I don't think he was part of it. Hmm. But maybe he was, I don't know. We'll Jerry, remind me tomorrow, or one of the listeners, can you just, like, tweet me during the show so I can ask the booms? Yeah. All um, right. Not a problem. Well, the warm-up show is That's next, it, Jerry. That's just two, uh, two topics, huh? Uh, yes. Jerry, the warm-up show is next. Now, were you part of that as well? Because you, you did the actual show today for four hours, uh, co-hosted with Boomer. Yeah. Now, you just did this. Were you here this morning also? Um, yeah, last time I checked, it's the warm-up show with warm-up me and you. Show. So. Got it. Yeah, I, I was here, yeah. Okay, well, we will see you tomorrow. Uh, and the warm-up show is right here. So it's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. 
All right, welcome on a Wednesday, also sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. A good morning, Mr. Rolling Stone, Al Dukes. Oh, hi there, Jerry. How are you? Good, Jerry. I was uh, perusing the New York papers today, as I uh, often do when I come in in the morning, and uh, I like to look at page six in the post. Yes, you never know what you're going to find. A lot of times, it's just like uh, someone like uh, be like Eddie Scizzeri enjoying a steak dinner at Prime. Like, right. Okay. What or, do I do with that? Or Derek Jeter and his wife go out for the first time since their baby was born. Oh, yes. right, good for them. Sometimes there's rumors. Sometimes there's just those things. Yes. One little item caught my eye today, though, Jerry. This happened last Thursday. First reported though today in page six. So this is last Thursday prior to the Sunday night game between the Cowboys and Giants. That was the game, if I remember, like Odell Beckham Jr. couldn't play in that game. The Giants didn't block so well, and the Cowboys won it, right? Correct. Right. Got that. I remember that game. So it appears that Odell Beckham Jr., bad ankle and all, Jerry, in fact, he couldn't play. But on that Thursday night, he and Russell Westbrook were at a place called Catch in New York City. And what page six describes as a dance off. Now, is there video of this? Of the dance off? Yes. I'm not... Someone had to have captured <laughs> it with a cell phone, didn't they? A dance off. Now, I was trying to explain this to Boomer in our pre show meeting, Jimmy, right? That I believe a dance off is like if you and I were going to have a dance off, you might go first, show off some of your dance moves. Then you go. Then you stop. And then I go trying to top your dance moves. And then you would answer back with another. Dance move. So just so we get the order correct, high ankle sprain, right? Dance off, dance off. Can't play Sunday can't play. night. I that would think, doesn't look good. I would think you do need your ankles for a dance <laughs> you off. You think? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Jerry, if you wouldn't mind standing behind me and just doing like this the whole time. <laughs> That was, was that, one of, yeah. that was one of our previous dances. That was we were doing a 50s dance, weren't we, or something like yes. that? Yes. I remember that. Yeah, it was Jerry awesome. has a nice butt. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are clips. I'm By not way, sure where they're was, from. Did you clip that off the actual radio on 660 AM? <laughs> <laughs> I like those because they sound like you can tell when they're clips. Yeah, they sound old. Yeah, so I wonder if that's going to come back to bite him this week, Jerry. Like, will that come up in a no. in a meeting? You I think would that think, would come up in a McAdoo meeting? Yes, I think that has to come up, and it may be something as simple as, "What well, this? You're killing me." Now, would you call <laughs> him into the office and go, "Were you in fact in a dance off on I Thursday?" He, I think he has to ask, yeah, because you know what's going to happen today. McAdoo has to be asked about this, doesn't he? I hope so. You know, he wasn't healthy enough to play, but he was doing this three nights prior. Dance it just off. doesn't. And I'm not saying. Listen, it's a high ankle sprain. It's not like it was a shoulder. I'm with you. Pretty sure you need your ankles to dance. Definitely. Doesn't look good. It does not look good. No, it doesn't look good. Jerry, we're in football season now. Thursday night football has gone uh, underway. Yeah. Uh, There's a game on September 28th, Packers-Bears, which is going to be one of those games that's going to be streamed on Amazon. Remember they bought the streaming rights? So Twitter's out, Amazon in? Twitter out, Amazon in. Got it. So Amazon's going to have, they told us yesterday, for the September 28th game between the Bears and Packers, four streams going. You can of the choose, same game? Same game, Jerry. You can choose from four streams. What are the differences? Great question. Yeah, that's right. Stream number one would be the stream you expect. It's in English. It's the CBS feed. Boom. Stream it. Stream number two will be the game in Spanish. Okay. Makes sense. Yep. All good so far. Stream number three is going to be in Portuguese. Okay. All right. So you're hitting another market in the world. Got it. Those are three of the four streams, Jerry. The fourth stream 
will be in English, but will not be the CBS broadcasters. So what it'll be? There will be different broadcasters, and this stream is aimed at people who speak English, but don't really understand football. So it's a tutorial? Not a tutorial, but they're really going to dumb it down for you. That's a tutorial. Like they're going to explain to you what a, now a first down. Now that means they've gained. Did it say who yards. the announcers are going to be? It didn't, but I would love to do that one. <laughs> That's right up your alley. But you'd be fighting and arguing with the calls I'm on like, the field. <laughs> right. I'd be like, you idiots, look, you need 10 yards. Right. Why are we throwing a five yard out? Yeah. Exactly. That's interesting. It That's is got interesting. to cost some money. So who the hell is watching that? Well, I First guess... of all, you've got the game on CBS. We forget right. that. The game's not on cable. It's on CBS, correct? Which everyone gets in their homes, Jerry. Most people have TVs, yes. I would agree they get it in their homes. Have you ever met someone who doesn't have a television? Uh, I have not, but I do did know a family growing up, and even to this day, one TV in the house. That's it. I do in hear... the family room, and that's it. I do hear people that go, I don't know. Uh... I don't watch a lot of television, as yeah, if well, they're so much better than me. Cause well, I, I don't watch a lot of television. Jerry, anytime a <laughs> random baseball player is mentioned, you can tell us everything about it because you've got <laughs> no, no, MLB time Network out, time out, time out. locked and yes, loaded. I watch. I do watch baseball That's games. Television. There's no question in my son. What I don't watch, I, uh, because of the nature of our job, perhaps I should stay up and watch these shows. But there's no time when you have games on. Right, so you're I don't sports. get remember when Friends was on, Seinfeld was on, even go back to Cheers. You had these lineups that you had to see. ER was a must watch for a while, Law and Order for a long time. You had to see it, or at least I did. Uh Third Rock from the Sun was they, a big one. They called that Jerry must see TV. Right. So you had all these great shows. Um, you know, two and a half men for me. I loved I don't get to see that anymore. Never. Like, ever. So I don't watch TV shows. During the day, yes, I watch High Heat with Chris Russo when I get home. Right. I do watch that. You know all about but, baseball. Well, I, I like the, I actually think I like the show. I like his producer. He's pretty good. I watch that. Once I get the kids from school, I'm out until usually the Mets or the Yankees start. All right. So I don't really watch TV aside from those shows. Yeah, so you're correct. That will be the Thursday night game will be on television, CBS. Right. So how many people would you say, and you're huge into the social media oh, and big. all this, right? Well, you are. You 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 track it, you look at it, you like the analytics and all that stuff. How many people do you think A, they expect to watch that fourth broadcast where they're explaining football to you? B, how many people do they need to actually, I don't know, break even, forget make a profit? And C, do they ever do it again? That I'm not aware. I'm not sure. But I guess they want, Jerry, millennials love to watch things on okay, their well, What small, is a millennial? Small Explain screen. that to younger me. Younger people. So just they're younger people, we call them millennials. That's All right. right. So let's just anyone say younger young, people. Anyone younger than me, I, I just assume is a millennial. You're 48. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Most 40, people are younger than like you. Like 45-year-old guys, millennials, <laughs> probably. I, I am not a millennial. I'm oh, 43. Well, I don't think so. Now, I don't watch soccer at all or even NHL hockey because I don't fully understand it. Might I watch a feed where they explain to me what the blue line is? I might. I mean, come on, man. I might watch that. Why are there guys switching lines and what does that mean? When do they do it? That I I don't know. But you have to like the sport, though. See, to me, if you're going to do a broadcast like this, you're drawing in people that at least like the sport. Do you like hockey? I don't, but what they're really hoping to do is that you're going to go on uh, Amazon to buy, like, you know. Toilet paper. Although toilet your mom paper. does that for you, so Luckily. you would not be a good candidate for that. Yeah, and then you're going to see, oh, there's a stream of a sport. What is this football I've heard of? Let me <laughs> click this broadcast that's going to explain it to so, me. So, all right, with Twitter, when you logged on, 
the game was there. Yeah, it showed right now, up. The vol- you'd have to click for volume, but the game was on right. immediately. Is that how Amazon is going to present it? I think it? so. And then you have to click which feed you're going to want to watch. That's right. While you're trying to, I don't know, shop for bubble wrap and tape. And I'm sure you'll be able to do both simultaneously. Do the shopping and watch the game. Yeah, where it'll be like on you're your screen. You're not fully invested then. In either. No. You're, well, the shopping, all you do is click. But, I mean, you're not watching the game if you're shopping at the same right. time. You might as well listen to the game right here on the fan and listen to the Westwood One broadcast. Perhaps, but millennials, Jerry. Again, again with the millennials. Eddie, what's a millennial? Understand. Uh, someone who was born in uh, about 2000. 2000? I thought that was the Y2K. No, that was the whole thing when the computers were going to go berserk, Jerry, and the planes were going to fall out of the sky. Oh, that's right. When we turned the calendar from 1999 to 2000. Yeah, that was Y2K. That's right, and the computers were going to have issues. Or maybe who were born a little before 2000. All right. Late 90s. What do we call them? Millennials? Yeah, millennials. Yeah, okay. Whatever. There's Gen Xers also, Jerry. And Gen Y. All right, what's a Gen Y? I think Jerry might be a Gen Y. Definitely. He's got the qualities. What is the quality of it? <laughs> angry all the time. Yeah. Oh, definitely angry. You guys suck. The angriest one here is Mr. Rolling Stone and the tongue on his shirt right now. Not me. Look at I'm happy go lucky. <laughs> lately. Lately. But you have plenty of moments in that control room where you're throwing things. Oh, because I have to screen the calls. Well, whatever. I mean, brutal. you're the one that's angry. I'm always defending myself. Oh, yes. You're attacking people. I am attacking Pretty people much. on the phones. I'm a... I'm a tough guy on the phones, Jerry. This portion sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Take advantage of the bonus savings day event at Firestone Complete Auto Care and get $100 off any purchase of $500 or more. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Another sport Al really doesn't like, but we will discuss next is basketball. Then uh, I'll be with Boomer uh, at the top here on The Fan. It's time to wake up with the warm-up show. Al and Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. All right, welcome back. This portion sponsored by Spot Hero. If you're just getting up, Yankees and Rays played a tight ball game. Tampa wound up winning the game 2-1. Yankees fall four out in the East as Boston, as expected, walloped Oakland last night. This portion sponsored by Spot Hero. And finally, here's a way you can save time. Use Spot Hero anytime you park downtown. First-time users can enter promo code NEW for $10 off. Spot Hero. Park smarter. Jerry, did you see, and this seems somewhat selfish. I agree. The Lakers are retiring two numbers for I Kobe I mean, what Bryant? are we doing? He was, I know he was that good. Why did he eight sw- and 24? Why did he switch? Now, I, don't, I, know, I don't know the answer to that because I liked when he was eight. A number 24 was his old high school number. All right. I just don't know. I don't recall why he switched. Now, I don't but know why? this. Did, my, did The Bulls didn't retire 45 for the short time Michael Jordan wore that, so. right? No. He got 23. Pick a number. I agree. There's not a lot of numbers to go around. Only 99 of them. Well, in fairness, it's not a baseball team or a football team. You've only got 12 guys on a roster. And then I love this. I saw that Mella was very angry at ESPN because I guess they did a ranking of uh, NBA players. Yeah. <laughs> and he he came in lower th- lower ranked than Lonzo Ball. One spot. One, I believe he was 64, 64 and Ball was 63, right? Yeah. Something like that. I love what when guys matter? get angry at that. Like when NFL players get mad at their uh, Madden ratings. Oh, sure. <laughs> where they, they want us to be like a faster player. Yes. Well, when they're playing themselves on the video game, they get very yeah. frustrated. Makes sense. Although I never see them playing themselves. I used to watch the Buccaneers play in the locker room. They would always be other teams. Be listening hourly oh, from 6... That. 